Blog Talk Radio. Turn back around 
Help the next one in line Always stay humble and kind Welcome everybody to Journey Into the Light Spiritual Radio streaming out on Blog Talk Radio For the 10th year, over 5,000 shows helping you, the listener, the caller, and for the past year, or almost to a year, this December will be a year, our homeless mission. Those folks who really need us now more than ever because of the cold starting to set in, winter, I don't know where you're at, but I know where... Where I am, I'm even in the south in Oklahoma, it's a cold night. I mean, it's in the 40s, the wind is kicking up, and like uh, one guy that I helped, Bill, who's homeless, he's in his 70s, and I said, Bill, I said, this summer I said to him, I said, where do you sleep in the, in the winter? And uh, he said, Mike, he said, you don't get it. He said, in the winter, we don't sleep. It's so cold, it wakes us up, so we take naps. We take naps. So when we think we have it hard and we all go through struggles, right? We all go through struggles of life. But I think most of us that's hearing my voice tonight have it better off than that, right? I know where I am, and I don't live in nothing fancy. I even rent, okay? Um, it's better than that. So anyway, that's what we do. We're also streaming live on Facebook. Um, and, um, and it will be a chance for you to get help, help the homeless, help yourself tonight on Halloween night of all things, right? Halloween night. We can't miss that, right? We got, (laughs) we, we've got to, uh, honor that. And, uh, so, um, um, yes, definitely. Um, um, definitely. So, um, anyway, we have, what's going on tonight is a triple Halloween psychic medium round table. That's right. Three, not one, not two, but three excellent, excellent psychic mediums. And what we do on a round table, you might say, Mike, what do you do on a round table? What's the difference? Okay. There's a difference. We Take your call, okay? You got to call in, start calling in now, press the one, okay? We take your call, and you, I open your line and ask your question. You ask your question, okay? And then I will take your call, and you will go to each of the three readers tonight, and they will give you what they're getting. And what's so great about it is you might get, you know, uh, something from one, then something added from another, and then you go to the third, and they cover something else that maybe you weren't even think about. And when we do this, especially with this group that's on tonight, they are excellent ladies, um, and I'm going to give you uh, who they are in a minute. But when we've done this before, I kid you not, when the people go through the round table, they usually come out the people calling in come out emotional because they have been so uh, spiritually affected, so spiritually um, helped um, and healing um, that they really are touched by it. So, um, you know, it's a, it's, it's a really 
um, a great time to do when we put this together. And tonight on the roundtable, um, we have on Jeannie McDaniel, who um, is just wonderful. I mean, she is um, – people on Facebook are, are, are finding her, are really seeing what a true gift she is, and she is is so on. I mean, she gets right to it and is so spot on, but so, like the song said, so humble and kind. And I think you'll find that with all of our readers tonight, humble and kind. Um, and then uh, Julie Murray is also with a psychic medium from Canada, um, and she uses uh, tarot cards and intuition to, to provide guidance uh, for your life path. And she does it really beautifully um, in connecting, you know, evidential information to help you um, really beautifully. And, and then we uh, are third, but not, you know, third and, <laughs> and really great. Uh, I lost my words there. Psychic little T, my dear friend. Uh, she is so connected to spirit. Um, and, is, and, you know, uh, you know, I remember in the early stages we had a, a person who lost uh, a child. And for the whole week, that child stayed with little T um, until that parent called back in later in the week. Um, and it was the whole week so spot on and uh, even brought in my parents. And uh, it's just anyway. So we have a really assembled a great um, team today, tonight, as you can tell. Right. So. um Call in, press the one on your phone um, to uh, um, to go ahead and put that uh, on there. So, uh, and press the one so we know you want to get on the air. Um, so, um, and as I mentioned um, just a minute ago, your chance to help out. Um, someone, you know, other than ourselves tonight. And, and I'm speaking to everybody who's listening, calling in um, or listening. And this is not required. This is just something uh, we do out of our giving heart. But, you know, this is a spiritual show. And what spirituality is, it's our love for our brothers and sisters. That's what spirituality is, helping them out. And like I said, on this show, you know, I've been doing it for 10 years. And, um, and when we got the call of, of helping a dear uh, listener, Melvin, um, who already lost his son, his son was shot, lingered in a hospital for a year and then died. And then he lost his job. Um, anyway, in a very short time, he was going to be homeless and he looked for a resource. He also was a vet. Uh, anyway, it came down to he was going to be he was behind on everything. He was going to be homeless. They came to me and he said, Mike, I don't know what I'm going to do. Can you help me? And in 10 days, we assembled a fundraiser for Melvin. Um, and it wasn't easy. I will tell you that, but we did it. And in 10 days, we um, were able to raise for him $1,400 
that went right to his account where he was able to uh, pay back three months of rent, um, his electricity, water, all of that. And, um, and he called into the show and was so humbled and so graciously um, so happy that the help that we were able to to give him um and it was a beautiful blessing just to hear him um uh to help and we could do the same thing tonight of uh helping the homeless we uh, one last story i will tell you in case you guys are new we have helped a guy named burles who at the age of 14 was kicked out of his family house his dad kicked him out because he went to church and his dad forbidden it when his dad found out he kicked him out and said, don't ever you come, don't ever come back. And at age 66, God directed me to him, just pushing a couple shopping carts. He wasn't having a sign out or anything. Short story is we were able to place him in a, his own apartment garage where now he has a place he calls home. So tonight, instead of, you know, uh, being on the concrete where you don't sleep because it's so cold, he has an apartment he has heat, he has lights, water, food, all because we took a moment like we are now and people gave and they supported. Um, and each week I go out, I take my days off Friday and Saturday and I go out to the homeless community. I've been doing this with the help from my partner, Jennifer Taylor, um, since last December, almost a year now. So tonight, uh, we have the links that are on the show page. I'll also put them here on the Facebook Live. And we're asking folks, especially on this roundtable, to please, if you can, donate. Uh, what we say on the show is donate. Um, we'll give you a 15-minute reading also. Uh, you'll be the next caller up. And we say, you know, go to the GoFundMe account or PayPal. Donate $49 if you can. Maybe you can do more. Um, if you can't do that much, we say, hey, what about donating 25 20 You know, whatever your heart, uh, whatever you can, okay? Um, but, um, and again, it's not required, so don't, we don't want you to hang up. We want you to stay. But let's, you know, we get help by helping someone else out too. And I love helping people whenever I go to the grocery store, not just the homeless, but I go to the grocery store. If there's someone that has a cart that needs help, you know, pushing their cart, you know, I, I'm more than happy. To, I love doing it. I just, uh, I, I just have, it's just, you know, anyway, I know I've probably talked more than I should have. So there's the links. I'll come to you in the screening room. Um, we're going to, and if you've already donated, let me know, um, uh, let me know your area code and we'll, we'll start coming to your calls here now. First, I want to bring on our, um, uh, guests tonight, our wonderful guests tonight and let them introduce themselves to you. And then we're going to go right on to the calls. Okay. Um, so let's bring on here, um, First, uh, let's bring on Jeannie McDaniel to the show. Thanks for coming on here, Jeannie, Halloween night. Thanks for having me, Michael. How are you doing this evening? Very good, very good. How about yourself? Not too bad. Um, enjoying the cooling down of the weather and having a fire in the fireplace and enjoying the festivities. So 
I'm happy to be here on Halloween. I, I feel like I'm experiencing some um, fortune-telling or, you know, gypsy kind of energy because of the um, energy in the air for Halloween. So it's, it'll be a fun night. Thanks for having me. All right. Well, great. Thanks for thanks for being here. Um, and uh, let's go ahead and uh, let Psychic Little T come on and say hello. Hey, my friend, how you doing? Hey, Mike. Hey, Jeannie. Hey, Julie. And hey, listeners. You know, Mike, it's funny that you just happened to mention that family because they've been on my mind the last couple of days. So if you really? hear from them, let me know. Yeah. Uh-huh. All right. Well, yeah. I, I just mentioned mm-hmm. it to somebody else, and I'm like, <laughs> you know, telling a story. I'm like, yeah. man, he must be around. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, how, how can folks get a hold of you, uh, Little T? You can go to my website at www.psychiclittlet, or you can give me a call at 609 609- Three two zero seven nine one two. Leave a message. Leave a text. You know, communication nowadays is wonderful. It is. It really is. All right, and we have that listed on the show page as well. And uh, let's go up to Canada. And Julie Murray, thanks for joining us. How are you doing, Julie? Oh, hi, Michael. I'm doing well. I'm trying to stay warm. It's really cold here tonight, so. Um, I'm looking forward to being warm and indoors now and on your show. Well, great, great. I was wondering about that, how cold it was, uh, where you're at. Whereabouts are you in Canada? I keep forgetting. I'm a few minutes from Niagara Falls. I was out tonight with my grandchildren trick-or-treating, so we just got home. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, great. That's always always fun and uh I, I miss that with my kids i have to wait till i get some grandkids but um <laughs> um julie how do folks get a hold of you for private sessions so i have a facebook page it's called jewel psychic medium and they can find me there all my contact information is on that page and i also try to post a lot of positive messages out there hoping to inspire others to live a more positive life Okay, very good. Thank you so much. And um, we are going to um, go ahead and um, um, and bring on um, our first caller um, here. And uh, again, call in 347-884-8245. Press the one on your phone to come aboard, okay? And um, I'm going to spend just two minutes. I want I want to, before we go to our first call, I want to play that clip from Melvin when he called in. And he was so happy, you know, that he was, um, you know, we were able to be successful in the fundraiser. And then we're going to take our first caller. Tell everybody, all the listeners, and I hope this goes to the archives. I, I really, I'm talking about, uh, I'm talking about Michael. Uh, there's no other person would have stepped up and did what he did for me, but with the fundraiser for the situation that I have been in. And uh, all is caught up in everything you've been paid, and I would never, ever would have done this without the love of this man. I love you, and I thank God for you. I thank, you know, everything you, you have done for me, Michael, and you usually just 
uh, you, you're a great man, a truly great man of God. And uh, I tell you, I'm, I don't know when, what day, but one day we're going to meet in Oklahoma, uh, Georgia, and we're going to sit down and, and laugh about this. But I, I want to thank all my all the ones that donated. Even I, I don't know some of them name was was anonymous, but I want to thank them for their heart. Some of them I even added to my Facebook page, and I just want to thank everybody. Everybody stuck up and beat the deadline, and uh, it, it was a miracle. It's it's unbelievable. I'm up on my bills. I'm working now, and uh, things. I'm looking looking towards nothing but success in my life and. With all, you know, with Michael uh, being the man that he is and the heart that he has for love and helping people, that's who we need on this earth. Those type of people like Michael Law. Those type of people. We need people don't look out the outer rim, but look in the inner rim of someone's heart. And I just, I love you, brother. I promise you I love you. And I thank you so much. Word, thank you is not enough for what you did, man. I love you. Uh, well, you, you honestly, bring me to tears here. All right. Um, that was Melvin back then as far as, um, and, um, you know, and I don't say that at all to toot my own horn. People that know me know that's true. It's just I want what he says is, is you know, is so inspiring about, you know, who we to, are to be. And he's speaking about everybody because I sure didn't donate all that money. That's for sure. It was everybody. And that's what he called into to, to think everybody. And, and it's so true about, you know, we are to look at the inner of not the outer about, you know, uh, what color skin they have, you know, are they short? Are they skinny? Are they fat? Are they a woman or a man? You know what I'm saying? You, you get it. And, I think most here on the show feel the same way. So I love it because, you know, I do other radio shows and the audiences are not so receptive to things like this. And but um, anyway, so I hope we can have a beautiful night of helping the homeless, helping you guys um, on the show tonight and uh and I'll keep you guys updated how we're doing on everything, okay? So um, here we go. First call, and this, again, um, and, and the way it works is, we'll um, if you've donated, we'll take your call first here in the show, and we'll we'll I'll watch the time, and we do about a 15-minute block for person. So that's why I say if you donate for a 15-minute block, uh, I, it's a win-win, right? So. Um, and, um, so I'll keep it. So we, I take you around, you ask your question. I'll take you around to each of our guests tonight. Okay. So think of your question while you're here, call in, press the one, um, the links are on the show page, uh, how to donate the GoFundMe and PayPal. I'll put them in the chat room here in a minute and let's get on with the first show let's bring on our first caller then and we're going to bring on Bryn from New York hey Bryn how you doing hey Michael thank you so much for your service to humanity that needs it well thank you I admire you on that so much 
Thank you for the kind words and your support. And uh, and and uh, our, I want to say, Bryn, um, also our prayers are out to you know you guy you and all your you know New York people with you know with oh, the tragedy yeah. that happened yep. this evening. Yeah. So yeah, close to home here. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah. So all right, well you guys. Keep us keep safe, and I'm gonna bring you on here with uh, uh, Jeannie McDaniel here for our first caller. Hey, Jeannie. Hi, Brian. How are you? Well, it's been a rough day for me. I I haven't been able to shake um, just bad feelings around me, and feeling um, you know part of it is I'm I'm kind of low on the money out of out of work and looking for work. I, I do foot reflexology and healing and artwork and all that, but I'm looking for some, you know, just something to keep the roof over my head. Um, but I'm taking care of my mother here with my sister. She, my mother's 97 years old. But it's just been one of those days where it's almost like I got off the wrong side of the bed, and i, I just wondering, my question is, uh, do you see better days ahead or a better day ahead. <laughs> <Something>. <laughs> yeah, let's take a look here. Um, first of all, I'm being led to start doing some energy clearing on you while I give you the reading. So okay. you're having me take some heavy energy right out of your heart chakra. Yeah. A heavy, it feels like a um, ton of bricks. And I'm just going to start chiseling away there. And I'm going to go up into the third eye, and then I'm going to flush back down to the root. And you can just follow with me as I um, do some digging here because um, what your spirit guides are stepping forward and what they're saying is you're getting it from all angles today. You're not being dramatic or, um, you know, off in your reading of the energy. New York, the state itself, the country, the planet, but specifically the microcosm of New York is – some, um, if I might say, post-traumatic uh, stress disorder kickback from 9-11. So what we're going to do now is we're going to continue flushing the energy in um, your chakras, and then we're going to have everyone listening and all the healers on the line here open up and send all kinds of heart energy to New York, the state, but definitely the city. So you can just flush it that way. Imagine just sending all kinds of heart energy because it's really um, shaken. So now we got that going on. Let's take a look at your financial space that you suggested. Hmm. Now, what year were you born? Oh, 1956. 56, okay. So let's see, because they're kind of showing me some service industry stuff. Now, this does not look permanent. It looks temporary to get the energy flowing and to have some money coming in. It will help your art, and it will give you some um, self-confidence right there in that solar plexus, the yellow chakra, and the belly. So what they're saying is anything will do at this point to get the movement going, even if it's something you don't absolutely want to do for a long time or you don't want to do in general. They're just saying if you can just make that step, so apply everywhere you can. Take a look at who is ever hiring around you. Um, They're showing the library. They're showing um, um, like stores, not convenience stores, but like um, bookstores, 
mm-hmm. um, potentially even a metaphysical store, you know, whatever you have around you, um, yeah. they're showing. It may be even, um, I don't know, whatever kind of retail stores. And they're saying, of course, the money's not going to be the best, but what it does is it gets you out of this slump you're experiencing so that you can start generating energy and moving from that. Now, um, it's very heavy right now because, like we said, the planet is just going crazy. Our actual infrastructure of our political space looks like it's doing some funky stuff. Um, we, um, and then we're microcosms of this planet, so you can see what's going on, the, uh, the hurricanes, the storms, the flooding, the famine. I mean, it's intense. And as empaths like you are, like I am, like everyone on this show, and probably listening are too, um, we're really going to be wildly sensitive, and some days are going to just knock us on our butts. You know, yeah. like other days we can kind of storm it a little better, and right. other times we just get knocked down. And I was just reading some tarot cards for myself before I started the show, and it was talking about that in general, like don't give up, you guys. There's one more flush, one more big bump, and then you can get into a higher frequency or a lighter frequency. So even I was even reading that for myself because heavy is a very – we live in a crazy world with heavy, heavy yeah. gravity. And yeah. um, we chose that. We didn't, this is no mistake. So, right. um, so they're just saying get some energy flowing, get a job that, you know, might even just be really, really temporary, might even be something for the holidays. You know, they're always hiring for holiday stuff and things like that. Right. Um, you know, just to get that flow, to get that solar plexus energy moving so that you can kind of branch out. And, you know, when you work with people, it's the best time to talk about what you do. I mean, I waited mm-hmm. tables for years and years before yeah. I became a successful business owner, and then I worked in health food stores, and people are like, so, you know, they get to know you, they chit-chat with you, and you say, well, this right. is what I do. And they're like, no kidding. You know, it's a free network. It's putting you out yeah. there, and it's telling yeah. the universe you're, not, you're serious. So right. try that. Um, okay. And then I'm just going to continue doing energy work on you while you're talking to the other girls, if that's okay right, with thank you. you. Thank you mm-hmm. so much for your help. Yeah, thank you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, thank you so much, uh, Jeannie. Now we're going to go ahead and, uh, Bryn, we're going to take you on over here to uh, Little T. Hey, hey, Bryn. It's nice to talk with you again. Yeah, nice to talk hey. with you. It's funny because um, I don't, you said that you take care of your mom, and the first thing I thought is, I don't know if you get paid for being a home health aide. I know it's your mom. Yeah. So you might want to look into that if you don't already get services to help your mom. And let me say, God bless her. My grandmother is 89 years old. Wow. So I can relate. I mean, I don't live with my grandmother, and but I understand the frustrations. And right. I just really feel like you don't have an outlet when you get frustrated to say, yeah, it's like I, I, I just don't want to do this anymore, but it's yeah. my mom. Right, yeah. Um, I don't know if there's any support groups that could help you or if you just have a really good friend that you could kind of vent every now and then. Yeah. And, yes. you know, just release the energy out because it's going to do more harm for you than good. You know, and I've told you before, you know, I know you suffer with a little bit of depression. You need to keep the positive thoughts rolling because that depression just moves in as quick as a storm does. Oh, yeah. So, um, 
yeah, you just really need a good outlet. Whether I think I last time I spoke to you, I said to get an animal, but I'm not sure if that ever happened. Well, I have I have a cat. I have, I have okay. A cat. Yeah, I've had him for you know years. Yeah. So, yeah. And it's funny because when you first got on the line, my cat was going crazy. Now she's sitting in a corner like she's pouting. <laughs> so your energy keeps shifting. Because let yeah. me tell you, she has no trouble voicing her opinion when I'm on the phone doing the <laughs> reading. So you need to, like um, the other young lady said, really, you know, put yourself out there. And it's okay to be human. It's okay if you um, get a, or um, let's try this again. It's okay if you fill out a job application and they don't call you. It's a doggy dog world out there, so to speak. Uh, sure, yeah, I know. So don't take it as a defeat. Just take it and move on and be like, okay, hmm. you know, next time. Again, right. keep that positive reinforcement. Because right. if not, we'd all be sitting in a corner. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, but that's all I got for you. I hope it helps. All right, thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. Thank you, Little T. And, uh, Bryn, let's go ahead and go up to Canada. Julie Murray. Hi, Bryn. It's Julie. How are you? Julie. Okay, how are you doing? Good. Good. So I heard your question, and uh, while the other two ladies were doing readings for you, I, I used the energy and drew out some cards for you. So there's a few things I want to add um, that they haven't said to you, but I feel very strongly um, the same energy flow that they're feeling and the messages that they gave you are in line with what I'm seeing as well. Um, Mm -hmm. What I wanted to add to that, though, is um, I'm looking at your conscious and subconscious thoughts about things that are going on in your life right now. Mm. And I feel that I can see that your mom is really... Um, really on your mind lately and you have a very strong bond and connection with her Mm. but what I also see is you have this fear um, this fear in your thoughts and this fear is what's holding you back right now you need to find a way to to release that fear and overcome it so that you can move further on your path so I feel like that's Yes. When I look at your thoughts, I'm also looking at your hopes and fears. And what I can see is I believe that the fear that you're um, dealing with right now is about things not changing for the better. There's so much uncertainty right now that I feel that's what's causing a lot of stress in your life. Mm, And then you end up getting stuck in that thought cycle. I apologize. I have a dog that's being very bad right now. Um, so I, I feel like you're, you're getting yourself stuck into a pattern where you're worrying and then the worry brings more of that worry energy to yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. And it's something that you need to break. You need to break mm-hmm. that cycle. Um, okay. I feel like your mom is always there to support you. And I know yeah. that you have concerns and it's it, that as well as on your mind causing stress. Oh, yeah, yeah, sure. But but what I see is if you can release this this fear or this worry and stress that you have and try and turn it into um, what I always do when I look at 
um, training for law of attraction or abundance, you need to really feel in your heart that you already have everything you need or that you have more than what you need. Mm -hmm. And when you start to do that, you will release that fear and break that pattern. When you break that when you break that pattern, I see you in control of your finances and things improving. But I also, okay. at the same time, see a lot of happiness for you. Thank you. If you can, right. And if you can break this, what I, see, what I see for the future and for the outcome is you doing what you love, but also your, your dreams coming true. So everything playing um, together the way you imagine it to you. Mm-hmm. But you just need to get rid of that, release that, that fear and that stress and that worry and okay. try and change those thoughts. Right. That's, that's very good advice. Uh, yeah, I, I'm just thinking of uh, sometimes I, I used to do a mirror exercise where I'd say, th- you know, thank you for, you know, what I have. Thank, thank you for all the abundance, you know, but do it in front of a mirror, you know. To, yes. Yeah kind of like a mirror exercise. Yeah, and part of me feels that um, part of the reason things are the way they are in your life right now is that I almost feel like you're losing confidence in yourself. Well, yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of areas in my life I I don't feel confident in, and and, uh, it's been a struggle all my life, though. I've had degrees of that feeling, you know, of confidence, no confidence. Because mm-hmm. what I'm seeing is one of the cards I pulled is the truth card. And what I'm seeing in your whole reading is you're not facing the truth of who you are and how incredible you are as an artist and how talented you are and that you're being selfish by not sharing that with the world. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I mean, I, I do share my art with people. Um, but not I enough. Share- have any other questions for me? No, just uh, thank you um, for your help and I'm sure I'll get out of this like I have before but I, I need to, like you said, take care of the worry and the, uh, and the um, you know. Yeah, it's all the, about changing your thought pattern. Yeah, um, thought patterns, yeah. yeah. One of the things I suggest to people who are stuck um, and they're, they're in that pattern and they want to break that cycle, is every morning when you wake up, before you even get out of bed, is think of three things that you're, you're grateful for. Right. And when you do that over a period of at least three weeks, your, your thought pattern starts to change and then your mindset shifts. And right. when you're living in gratitude, it's easier to have that abundance flow to you. Yeah, exactly. Okay. I, I'm going to take all of this to heart very much because it's not fun getting this way. <laughs> no, no. But I, I it's also not. Feel, I'm also feeling the vibe of the city too. I'm, I'm as an empath, I pick up what's going on in the city and the world. So not only my issues, but like the vibe of the city environment that's happening right now at this moment. Yeah. Yes, I and I didn't even hear what happened because I don't watch the news. So. Oh sure, yeah, yeah. It, it, well, but, um, eight, maybe. Yes. Pardon. Well, eight people were were shot by a, a, a 
by a guy. They they were run over by a truck. You know, that's the thing to do now, run people over with a bottle. Oh, that's awful. Yeah. So, anyway, that's just what happened, not to color your day, but that's what what happened. No. Yeah. Yeah, and maybe you need to look at um, ways that you can protect your energy so you're not absorbing any of that because that will definitely add to what you're feeling. And yeah. then the the lower um, the the more anxiety or depression or anything like that you feel, it really lowers your energy vibration, and then you start attracting more of that, and that's not what you need. Yeah, no, for sure. All right, thank you very much. Thank you so thank much you. for your help. Thank you to everybody. Thank you for there. the opportunity. Yeah, thanks. Thanks for your help. Okay, thank you, Julie. We appreciate it. Great, Thanks, Julie. great reading. And I hope that helped, Bryn. Yeah. Yeah, um, no, some great instructions for me to follow yeah. to reverse things a bit here. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, you're in the you're you're in the box, you know, all the stuff that goes on 9/11, and you get these occasional yeah. stuff like today, and and yeah. it's just uh, just kind of. You know, I live in Oklahoma City, you know, and the Murrah building, you know, went down and oh, you know, right, all right. Tim McVeigh and all that, you know, bad yeah. stuff happened. And, and you yeah. know, you find that you got to disconnect, you know, from yeah. from yeah. that, you know, uh, exactly. do your spiritual work, put on music, uh, mm-hmm. put on some comedy, uh, yeah. just, uh, you know, I, I think we... We all kind of wanted to be informed, you know, but I think a little bit of news is enough. Um, oh, yeah, I'm, I, don't, I'm, I, I, I don't watch much news. I didn't know good. about this until later on, you know, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 So, uh, but, you know, and and I know you're struggling right now. I just want to say, you know, and obviously I've been there before. Gosh, I lost our house and everything. Ten years ago, we lost everything. And then, you know, five years later, our house gets hit by a tornado. But, um, (laughs) but you learn that, you know, everything is temporary and things will get better for you. Um, I know they will. So, yeah, I, I um, so, just keep that in mind, right. and uh, just remind yourself of what we did during that time. We lost everything. I told my kids to, to keep telling themselves, like I did, you know, we'll get through this. We're okay, yeah. you know. Right. And same thing yeah. with you. You'll get yeah. through it. You're gonna be okay, and right. uh, you know, keep positive. You know, keep. Okay. Uh, so. Thanks, All right. Michael. Take care, Brynn, and thanks for, thanks th- for you know thinking of others. You're, oh, you're really welcome. a yeah, that's kind soul yeah. to do that. So. Uh, sure, I try to be as much as I can. <laughs> Take care. <laughs> All right. Take care, Brynn. All right. Yeah, bye-bye. Bye. And, you know, what a guy. What a soul, right? I mean, here's a guy that is struggling, and he's still thinking of others because, you know, w- when you learn the gift of giving and we don't give to get right. We don't, but it is the way it works though. I I remember, like I said, when my wife and I lost everything, we had the kids, we, we worked really hard and we had our dream house, you know, in 08, 09. And you know, the economy crashed on millions of people worldwide, including us. 
Um, and I would see homeless people, um, and I would give them some money, and my wife would say, what are you doing? You know, you know our money's really tight. And I said, hey, you know, that guy really needs help also, and I know it's going to come back to us five, tenfold, you know, and it always did. It always did. So, and it was the right thing to do, though, is the thing. So, you know, when we take care of others, you know, what's the old saying? Not old saying, but what's the saying in the Bible? You know, treat others as you would like to be treated. So, uh, so, and, you know, what I love about this mission also is the number of people who have told me, either on the show or privately, that because of your work and you talking about it, it has inspired me to do the same in my community or, you know, do this in my community. And that's beautiful too. That is awesome. So, you know, be the example you want to see in the world, right? Okay. On to the next call here. And uh, again, the number to call in, this is a psychic round table, 347-884-8245. And then press the one on your phone to speak to three psychic mediums. That's right. It's a rare time that we do this. All three, they're extraordinary. All three, call in, press the one on your uh, phone, okay? We're going to go next then to Massachusetts and welcome Keita to the show. Keita, thanks for your support for the mission. And we are going to start you here. um, And let's bring you in um, with uh, Jeannie. Go ahead with your question, Kita. Hey, happy Halloween. Happy um, Halloween. Oh. I am being abused at work, <laughs> and I need to know if I'm going to find another job soon. Well, the instant question is yes, but let's talk a little bit more about the abuse. Is it verbal? Um, it was verbal, and then I filed a complaint, so the verbal the verbal stuff isn't happening anymore. But they're doing a lot more undermining, backbiting, um, that type of thing, where um, they're trying to tarnish my reputation, they're critiquing my work, and it's fine that you critique, but let's make sure that we have some factual stuff with it. They're aligning with my stakeholders that I support behind my back and changing the direction of the work. Obviously, they're saying things because, you know, people are treating me differently, and I know what's happening, and it's just time to go. Yes. Um, it's very interesting, and we're going to cut some cords because you might not be able to leave tomorrow or anything. So I'm going to give you a little bit of backdrop and whether or not you um, have thought about having past lives or not. You've had, you've, you've had quite a few across the board. You're extremely old soul and very sensitive, so hence we're taking a look at this because what this, person is to you is there's a karmic connection, meaning in past lives, this person has done very similar nasty things to you. And do you want to know why? Jealousy, their ego is huge. You're just trying to do your work, be a decent person, carry on. And this person's ego is just tripping them up so bad that in their mind, they think it's a good idea just to uh, straight up abuse you emotionally and psychologically and, and spiritually. So, what we're going to do is you're going to imagine this person out in front of you 
And we're going to see that this person has this um, cord attached to you, and it's coming from their throat chakra in their throat, and it's coming out to yours, and it's like actually wrapping around your throat. I'm going to go ahead and undo that. We don't need that. It's stifling you. It's keeping you down. The stress levels are weakening your immune system. The nerves, the adrenals are being affected. This affects your organs. We're just going to flush all that way and just flush all that away, and I'm going to unwrap that around your neck and it's not wanting to go this woman's i don't know if the woman or a man it has a grip on you and so i'm just going to continue unwrapping it and now and it's unwrapped and i'm going to have this person just reel it right back into their throat chakra because guess what when you get this new job that's coming up they're flipping the calendar three times so three months is the projected um, energy of landing something different shifting the energy when you leave and you get into a more healthy environment, even if this person doesn't get reprimanded or um, um, understood to be the narcissist-type energy that they are, their actual punishment is being dispensed by them. They have to live in their own emotion space. Imagine, how, you know how it feels to be treated like that. Imagine being in a body of someone who wants to treat others like that. They feel worse than that. So that's this person's own karma is their own bad thoughts, feelings, behaviors, some personality type. So just know that even if this person doesn't get reprimanded or, or sought uh, how they, your true colors really are, you get to bounce and be your wonderful, healthy self in another space, and that person's left with their own demise. So we're just going to cut that cord again real quick, and um, that one was right around the heart chakra. It looks like that person had some connection into your heart chakra to simply snip that. Everybody reels their piece back in. I'm going to do a little extra energy work around your heart chakra. I'm just going to quickly flush through the bottom three chakras into your belly, belly button, and um, down into your tailbone, just flushing those out, getting you ready to bring on this new adventure, this new job, this new environment. Your spirit guides are coming forward and saying you're really going to like the people you work with, this job you land. So you got good stuff coming. Thank you. <sighs> okay. Okay. Thank, Thank you. you so much, Jeannie and uh, Kita. We're going to go ahead and keep the uh, same uh, path going here. So, Psychic Little T, you're up next. Hey, Kita. What's up, T? I have to agree with her 150%, but I need to tell you this. You have to breathe. Um, <laughs> there is like a knot in my chest, and I just feel exhausted. Like you have drained yeah. every bit of energy that I have, but it's okay because I know your spirit is ready to come out, and it's ready to party, well, so to speak. Um, yeah. You're just ready to say, I am so over this. It's coming. Your time is coming. But just make sure you take a deep breath and look around and be thankful for what you have. I've been in a situation similar to what you were in, and I left my job. I was there for 13 years. Mm. And I just said, I kid you not, yesterday, it was the best decision I made. Don't second-guess yourself. Just keep filling out applications and keep it moving because God's looking down on you, and he knows what you're going through. Don't second-guess that either. 
And, you know, it just seems like now a lot of people are going through some issues, like hardcore issues, at least some of my clients are. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But just keep the faith and know that your time is coming and you're going to be dancing in the flowers and you would be like, I'm glad I left that job. And, you know, life is not easy, let me tell you. So just keep breathing and doing what you're doing. Stay on the right path. And I also feel like you already knew what we were going to tell you. You just needed to confirm um, the reinforcement to say, okay, I am on the right path. Yes. And if I'm wrong here, please tell me. <laughs> um, well, I know that I'm leaving, right? So, like, right. I've already made it up in my mind that, okay, I got to get out of here. It's just dealing with the day-to-day while you still have to be there until you find something else. When I really just don't want to go to work tomorrow. I really told a client recently when them negative thoughts come into your mind, block them out and put positive. It was to the point where I would sit in my car every morning and pray to God that I didn't choke somebody there. (laughs) And so I understand the feelings. And I thought, I can't do this anymore. It's going to come down to some serious consequences. I'll, I'll just say that. And so the more I thought negatively, the more I tried to push it out of my mind to say, this is not me. This mm-hmm. is not who I am. Mm-hmm. And after I left, I was out of work for a year. That's how bad it was. And I worked on me to get to where I am now. The job that I have right now is not the best, but it pays the bills. And I do this as a second job, which I love. I absolutely love. So, yeah, I understand the frustration, but just keep doing what you're doing and make sure you push the negative thoughts out and put positive or just take a deep breath every time this person looks at you or says something and just been like they're not there. And I know it's a lot easier said than done. But I've been there. I've done it. But, yeah, exactly. Just let it out and keep it moving. The more you let that person have your energy, the more they're going to keep taking it. Okay. But I'm sure Julie has some more information for you. Okay. Thank you, T. Thank you. Appreciate it. You're welcome. Um, and yes, let's go ahead and bring Julie in. Hello. Sorry, there's a little bit of barking right now. Somebody, some trick or treaters are at my door at ten o'clock at night. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, that's all okay. Good. So. So I've been looking at um, the cards while the other two ladies have been talking, and I do want to to add some information that I really hope you will find helpful. One of the, the things that came up right away was the more thought you put into what's happening to you, you're attracting more of that energy to you. Do you understand what I mean by that? Yes. So you're giving them power 
over you. So you're allowing that um, to come to you, which is going to continue to make you feel worse every day that you're there. Um, one of the things I can suggest about that is, is not giving them that power anymore, not allowing them to impact you that way because they may control what they're doing to you, but you own your reaction to them. So as long as you take control of your reaction and you choose not to accept or absorb any of those emotions that are, they are giving to you, it, there's nothing for them to feed into anymore. But um, one of the exciting things I did see is when I'm looking at what's going on in your life right now, so I'm looking at the cards in the present, is I see change coming and I see you celebrating. So I would say that would be in the next probably two to five months, and, and it's already started now. So I don't know if there's jobs that you have applied for, but whatever it is that you're doing now, something is going to come from that um, in, the, in the next few months for sure. With that, I see you um, being at peace. It's like you can finally breathe. Um, you, you take that deep breath and you sigh and you just um, you embrace the moment because you are – um, you're excited, you're happy, you're feeling like your old self again, you're feeling like you can allow yourself to, to take pride in what you do and, um, and be a leader on your path. Okay. Um, the one thing I want to warn you about, though, is everything that's going on now and how it's impacted you, you need to find a way to release that. So you want to release that so that you're not bringing that into your next job because it will it'll sit with you because of the emotional pain that it's caused you. So learning how to work through that um, because I do see you could easily get into a situation where you, you have that fear again. So I don't know if you've had any job interviews recently, but um, do you find yourself analyzing, like looking at personalities, trying to get a real connection with how they are, because you're you're scared that you might just move into a worse situation. Um, I haven't I haven't gotten to that point yet, and truth be told, I with this see with this job, I was hired by a really awesome person, and he we worked mm-hmm. well together for a couple of months. My company acquired another company, and instead of them adopting our culture, we ended up inheriting their culture. And so my right. old boss left because we got a new department head. And the team that she originally came in with is the team that she's supporting, is the team that she's promoting in all of their chaos that comes along with it. So I was fine. And the people that I see every day, I worked really well with them. I just don't work well with the team that I have to report that I, I'm technically on. Right. But the other people well, in the I, office, I, I'm fine, no problem. Um, for me, this is a pattern. This is a pattern, and I can't get it to stop. Mm-hmm. I don't know how I to get it. I can see that <laughs> because I can I can see that where you are now, like things are changing, and there's there's excitement, there's celebration. But I see you potentially moving back into that fear again, um, needing to protect and guard yourself. So I don't know if there's something like I can feel that there's something. The only thing I can get from the cards and from spirit energy right now is I feel like you're only looking at, um, you're only focused on what's right in front of you and you're not looking around you, you're not looking at the big picture. 
So I don't know if that helps you because that is in your thoughts. Like you just have this focus on, on what the problem is. And when you have your focus on that, you don't see any of the good that's around you or any other opportunities. So when you focus on that problem, it just continues to grow because you're feeding it. Well, here's the thing. I'm kind of, I think for me, I'm very kind of just upfront in your face. I I say what I mean. I mean what I say. And this is, you know, it's, so I'm dealing with people instead of them just being upfront and direct, they're going about it a sideways and it's driving me nuts because I know that you're doing Mm -hmm. it. And then yeah. when you bring it up, it's kind of like like they, oh, no, well, you're doing this. Well, oh, no, well, that's happening. So for me, I really don't want to go back and have to apply for another job anywhere. I want to do my own thing because this has been my pattern since I started working at 14. It won't stop, and I don't know how to make mm-hmm. it stop. I have turned myself inside think- out to be everything to everyone else, and it's, it's the same the faces change, the names change, the energy does not. It's the same thing. Mm-hmm. So, do you think maybe part of it is your reaction? No, I think I need to work. If you for had myself. A, if you had, <laughs> well, that's you. But if you had yeah. a different reaction, that would no, change the outcome. I don't think so. I think I have, in all of my experiences, I have been passive. I have been agreeable. I have been assertive. I have been you know, defiant, I have done everything that I could possibly do in all of my situations, and it always ends the same way. I can't do it anymore. So I think what I haven't done is run my own business. That's what I haven't Mm -hmm. done. Well, then maybe that's what you need to do. I mean, I see you celebrating. I see changes starting. They've started already. So, and I see you celebrating. So there there is change coming. All right. We got to leave it there. Unfortunately, we're out of time. Uh, thank, thank you so you, much, Julie. Thank and you. Thank you, right. ladies. Thank you, Michael. Thanks. Thanks. Take care, Keith. I hope that helps. Yeah. Thank you. Dude. A lot of great advice. Okay. Take care. Bye. All righty. Bye bye. Okay. Yeah, we have so many callers here, guys, um, and uh, we're trying to uh, bring in so many people into the show. So. Um, so I got so many lines, uh, um, so here we're at, where we're at right now. Okay. We have coming up next is going to be Sarah. Okay. And from there, um, I would suggest if you can donate, donate. Okay. Because we probably only have time for about one more caller on this Halloween triple round table, guys. And this is, as far as I know, this is the last round table of the week. And so if you are um, wanting um, to donate, um, go to the GoFundMe or the PayPal. Or if you need help in that area, Ask me on Facebook uh, chat or stay on the phone lines. I'll come to you in the screening room to um, to help you. Okay, uh, we have a, a so uh, this is and remember you can go to the uh, you know the guests privately for a full reading, of course. But um, and um, so there you go. Okay, that's where we're at right now. Okay, so the thing is, if you donate to the homeless, okay. You know, I mean, 
donate to the homeless. Uh, that should, should go hand in hand with spirituality. Um, you're going to get something too. Okay. You're given to someone in need. You're, we're going to in return, give you something too. And so if you donate, you will get in. Even if there's two donators, we're going to bring you in. Okay. We're not going to send you home. Okay. All right. Uh, let's get on with the next caller then. Let's bring on Sarah from Pennsylvania. Sarah, welcome. Thank you for the support for the homeless. Thank you. And we're going to bring you here to our first uh, um, reader and bring on with Jeannie. Hi, Jeannie. Hi, Sarah. How, hi, how are you? I'm, I'm good. Good to hear. Okay, what do you have on your mind? Is, mm-hmm. um, I've, I've been a single mother for probably about seven years um, after I got out of an abusive relationship with um, my child's father. And I just recently started dating again, and I asked God to send the right person into my life. And I recently met a, a really great guy, and I don't know if he's the one that, you know, God sent to me, but I'm having a really hard time letting go of, like, the verbal abuse from my ex and accepting that this guy really does like me. Well, I'm going to so, start off. What, um, we can go a little further. You can give a little more detail. But what I'm doing right now is I'm just beaming your sacral chakra. It's the chakra at your belly button, and it's orange. It has everything to do with creativity, um, passion, and relationships. And this one is all but, like, shrunk down to, like, the size of a penny. Let's just imagine with me it opening up like a flower and it's growing and it's growing and it's growing. And I'm going to get in there and I'm going to start pulling out some of that black sludge because there is. There's energy of abuse, um, stress, anxiety, fear built in. And we're just going to actually continue flushing out of that chakra as well as going to every cell in your body and start to squeeze out because it's been stored because it was many years. It's been stored in your body. We're just going to start pushing that out and let that flow. But what your spirit guides want you to know, they're stepping forward and they're very, they were cheering right when you said, right when you even mentioned, you know, you got rid of the abusive relationship, they're cheering. They're like, this (laughs) takes a lot. It takes a lot of courage and strength and there's patterns either in this lifetime or past lifetimes or both where you haven't been treated properly. And you're, one of your karmas, you come in many, for many reasons, you come in to learn lots and lots of things, but one of them is to find your equal, someone who shows up like you show up. So when you ask, is this the one that God sent you? Yeah, there, God has made all of us, He's, you know, so to speak, um, so to speak, responsible for everything that uh, happens in it, if, if you will. So does this mean, though, that it's the perfect lineup for you. It could, and this is what dating is. Dating is like a practice like yoga or karate. You show up and you get better at it and you, and you learn and you push past. So this man's energy, they're giving me green flags all day long with him. But what they're, gonna, what they're mm-hmm. saying is in this relationship, it's going to be like a mirror. He's going to be a mirror to you and you're going to reflect some of that post-traumatic stress disorder or abuse that you experience. And if they're showing this man does, and um, if he can keep showing up and allow you to heal in that space, um, the amount of confidence and self-worth will just literally like 100% higher than where it's at now. So what they're saying is 
in these relationships, whether you've been abused or not, is a learning experience. It's, an, uh, it's um, a release of old baggage. It's an understanding of where it comes from, how we respond, what triggers us, taking a deeper look. It's a learning lesson just like life, except that it's intimate and with another person's ego or free will. Know that, yes, there's great potential in this um, soulmate energy, man, that's present in your life and just use this opportunity to learn move past experience and of course love and hold space for him because he whether or not he's had abuse in his past he's going to have stuff triggered too and that's when we can see if the relationship is going to last um, or stand the test of time is if both people when they're triggered can understand and alchemize that to understanding and heart energy as opposed to anger and stress and reactionary energy. We alchemize that to heart energy, and we do that because we love the person enough. Just like your kid, they do something wrong or bad, you love them enough to move past to help them heal. That unconditional love is very important in the relationship, and not everybody's always capable of it all the time because of their personal ego and experiences. So, yes, I'm getting green lights for this guy. Hold space, see how it goes. I'm wishing you all the best. Um, if that Thank comes you. up for you and you want, and you want help, you can find um, healers all over. Just find someone in your area or you can contact any of us on the show and um, you might need a little support just moving past it. Maybe it's just talking to friends, but just hold people close to you and, and continue to heal. Okay. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Okay. Thank you, Jeannie. And now we're going to um, bring on Psychic Little T. Hey, how you doing? I'm good. How are you? Good. I think you got an amazing reading from Julie. I mean, not Julie. Yeah. Wow. I'm sorry. <laughs> Too many names to try to remember. <laughs> um, I just feel like the same thing. I just want to reiterate what she just said is um, talk it out. Like, find a support group, whether... Um, it's a therapist or a good friend that not everybody is abusive. Not everybody is a bad person. And I understand that you have a guard up and you're just like right. waiting, like when's the first punch, so to speak, going to happen. I don't feel right. the energy is that with him. I feel he's very loving. He takes his time with you. Yes, um, very he tries sweet. to understand, but he doesn't. Yeah. Um, he doesn't understand. Give the man a chance. <laughs> yes, I, I, I mean, mean I definitely no... am. I think he's a great guy, and I really like him. It's just really hard for me to let my guard down, and except um, that someone actually really does like me after hear, years of hearing no one else will ever want you, it's very hard to accept now that someone actually might. Have you been through the proper therapy that you need to help give you the tools so you can stop thinking like that? Not really, no. Well, can I tell you from my own personal experience, I've said this before on the show, I was molested at the age of nine. And it's not the abuse that you went through, but it's a different form of abuse. I went through about three years of therapy to learn how to forgive a family member that mm-hmm. I literally call rate everything from me. I hated men and didn't understand why 
I hated them. But as the therapist gave me the tools to work with, you know, the anger and, you know, to let somebody else love me as I should be loved. And I am a huge activist for therapy. And you have to find the right therapist. Just don't go to anybody. You have to feel comfortable with this person. And, you know, that's why I say this. And you got to release all the hurtful um, memories because then memories still have a hold on you, which your ex still has a hold on you. Right. If that makes sense. It absolutely does. So, yeah, like I said, I'm a huge activist for, I don't care if it's a pastor, good friend, whatever, but your emotions are so deep-rooted, you're going to need a little bit more um, professional help. And please, I know not everybody has insurance. I know not everybody can afford $150 an hour. So yeah, I, I could can, probably find someone that accepts my insurance, and I agree it's, it's probably a good idea to do that. So, yes, I hope that helps, and that's all I have for you, unfortunately. That's okay. That's great. That's, that was very <laughs> helpful. Thank you. And if you need me, I'm one text away. Okay. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Okay, let's bring on Julie Murray up in Canada. Hello, how are you? I'm good, how are you? I'm good, thank you. Um, I agree with what uh, both ladies have said to you. Um, I have a little bit more that I want to add from what I can see. Um, I like to focus on your thoughts, your hopes, and fears. And when I say your thoughts, I mean your conscious and subconscious thoughts, because I believe that drives a lot of the energy that we attract. Um, But I want to start with your past. I can, what, what spirit is guiding me to tell you is there was a time in your life and I believe it was in a relationship where you were extremely happy. You were treated well. Everything was good. I'm not sure why things ended the way they did, but there was a time when you felt really, really happy. Yes. So they're asking me to have you go back to that time. Remember how you felt. Because I feel like where you are now should be that same happiness, but your fear and your emotions are are getting in the way of you feeling that. Right. I I feel like... That other relationship was before the abuse, so... Yes. And I met the abusive ex, like, on the rebound from the happy relationship. Yes, because your energies were low. (laughs) And then mm-hmm. you attracted yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. Because I was devastated okay. by that breakup, and I wasn't really sure what happened there. Yeah. Well, and I can tell that was a very, very happy time for you. And you need uh-huh. to find that feeling again. Okay. Um, but in order for you to do that, there's a lot that you need to release and work through. Because if you right. don't, you're just going to, to stuff those feelings, and they're eventually going to come out again. Because what I can see is if you're not going to, to deal with those emotions and work through it, you're, you're going to stick yourself in fear. And right. um, it's not going to be healthy for you or your relationship. I mean, I see things, if you start working through um, those emotions, 
um, releasing that hurt, that pain, that stress, that anxiety. Um, and all, the other thing you need to release with that is I can see that in your hopes and fears area, you, you have this fear that this relationship is going to go the same way. And you need to release that fear because what's happening is, is you're putting that energy out there and that's the energy you're going to attract. So um, I think what ends up happening is you might start to perceive things that um, are or misunderstand the other person's intention and might take things the wrong way because you're so concerned or worried right. for, your, for your own safety. So that's something that you need to work on too is, um, is not, not having that, that hope or fear there that things are going to change um, because you need to empower yourself because you aren't going to tolerate that. Right. Because um, I do see you have some very good supportive friends around you. Um, I do, and absolutely. That, and, and there's a few right now that are very, very happy to see you move forward, to see you get into a healthy relationship. And you just keep um, letting the fear block. And they, I, I have a feeling that they get a little upset with you. Because, I, I, because of the fear. Because of the negative talk. Right. Yes, having that fear. Because you're going to confide it in them, and then they're going to tell you to stop. And um, they're going to keep pushing you forward. So I I Uh really think it's important for you to learn to release those emotions, that pain, that fear, and overcome it um, so that you can have a healthy relationship. Because I I really feel like this other person is there for you. They, They really do deeply care for you. They're very sincere. They want to see you happy. You're the one stopping yourself from being happy. Right. And and it's a whole. I mean, I I, felt, I feel like he's genuine and he's he's very straightforward with with me, but but I get I keep getting scared. Yeah. Like what if he and I can see mind? that and there's days like you anymore. just want to, and there's days you just want to run. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, Another message that I'm getting is you really need to be more gentle with yourself um, and stop putting so much pressure on yourself. Okay. Um, And then the other message, I I have these positive um, cards. They're from Esther and Jerry Hicks. And I always like to bring a draw one for each reading that I do. So this one I was just laughing a little bit because it talks about you not giving unwanted attention to things that you don't want in your life. So if it doesn't feel good, turn your attention to something that makes you feel good. So that's all part of working through those feelings. And, but you really need to make sure you release those feelings and not stuff them because if you stuff them, they will, they'll start manifesting in your body and they could manifest into illnesses, into stress, and you could end up um, doing more damage to yourself than if you were to find a way to healthy, a healthy way to release them. Okay. Do you have any other questions for me? Um, no, I don't think I do. I, I think that's it. Okay. All righty. Well, thank you. We, thank you. Hey, we appreciate your call. Uh, Sarah, take care, okay? If you find you out anything about the uh, tree, okay. 
Take care. <laughs> All right. Bye-bye. Okay. Bye. <laughs> that was uh, a little standing joke here. Uh, she has the same last name as I and um, so long story short. Okay. Um, let's see where we're at here. Um, we have one final call to um, bring through and let's bring in our dear friend, Lisa. Lisa, welcome. And we're going to start you off here with Jeannie. Hi, Jeannie. Thank you all so much. Hi, Lisa. How are you doing tonight? Not doing well. I had a wonderful night with all the children in the neighborhood, and I have these these things with these uh, horrible neighbors who call the police because we have a light on for Halloween shining in their window, and every time we breathe, they call the police. And I was oh, at I was at church a few weeks ago, and the church school director attacked me. And we still don't have a reason why, but she started screaming at me and following me in church and running. I ran because I was scared of her, and she ran and shoved me and then shoved me again, and no one will do anything. And she lied to the priest, and the priest called me a liar, and I feel like I just can't can't do this anymore. Why do I get attacked everywhere I go and everything I do? Okay. Well, your spirit guides are coming in right away. They're rushing in like this is an emergency type in energy um what they want you to know what they want you to know is that they're seeing all these negative things happen to you and what they're saying directly to me to tell you is we're going to have to turn the ship okay we're going down a hill that we don't or a space that we don't want to go into and this is helplessness and once helplessness creeps in it's hard to bust out of that it's hard to move past that especially when it's neighbors, people at our churches, people that we're supposed to be comfortable with. So they're having to go into your root chakra, and it is closed down, and it's got the fear and the stress and the anxiety that you're experiencing just flowing out of it. Just imagine right at your tailbone, the beautiful red chakra opening up and just releasing all of this fear, stress, and anxiety because what's next is you, we're going to go off the chakras, you're going to start building your um, creative spaces and continue being creative in ways that you can tell yourself that you need to turn the ship. So we need to alchemize this hopelessness into um, momentum toward positive um, thinking, feeling, talking. And if we need to make changes like switching churches, that's not the end of the world. If you fear change, that's a good time to start looking at that. The world is doing nothing but changing. So what they're being very they're being very forward in saying absolutely there's many angles in which you can heal this space, but one of which is steering the ship differently because its hopelessness is bringing more and more and more and more into this. Now, um, are you renting where you live, or do you have you purchased the home? We own the home, and we've been here for 26 years, and we cannot afford to move. I'm on disability. We can't get another loan. Okay, well, then we're going to have to act like Scotsmen and put in our heels and fight off the English, not physically by any means. So what you're going to do is since you're going to start alchemizing this energy that's coming in, this hopelessness, every time you feel stress, anxiety, you can even start doing it now, start the only way to push past it is for you to take control of how you're responding to everything around you. So when this hopelessness, stress, fear, anxiety comes in, start looking at it as if it's the enemy and it's not helping you. It's like a a bad influence. You want to look at it, 
decipher it, that you're not helping me, it will lose energy, I promise. If you keep this up, and this is going to be a practice, and it's not going to be an easy gig for you, your spirit guides are saying. This is a pattern going way into past lives. And if you want, you can break karma and get freedom from this anxiety, stress, and, and energy that's been surrounding you. So every time the hopelessness or anxiety, fear, stress come in, completely look at it and say, you're not helpful. I have to shift you into more um, positive energy so that I can heal and start to heal. And so what you could do is imagine your house in a very beautiful white or purple or whatever color you like bubble and continue to shift your energy. And I can guarantee their energy is going to shift. Are they going to be the perfect neighbors? Probably not but you don't have an option to leave and they're probably not going anywhere right away. So what they're saying is stand your ground. They're showing me like the, um, the page of uh, swords or something where you're just kind of standing there and just like holding your ground and saying, this is mine. People have to do this with ghosts. Mine. I don't want your energy in this space. Burn some sage, burn some Palo Santo. Imagine your house in a bubble. Um, imagine a wall between like, imagine it like a, a brick or cement or steel wall in between you and your neighbor and just continue practicing that until it gets more and more validity and it will help. And I'm sure these girls here can help you with a couple other tools too for the evening to help you um, release that hopelessness and in whatever angle they need to go into. So I'll be sending you light and love and doing some shifting of the um, energy in your house, outside of your house, and in you while they're giving you your reading, okay? Thank you so much. Can I just add that even an evil woman has taken my son away and I haven't seen my only child in four years, and that just adds to everything. Okay. Let's bring you to uh, little T now. Wow. Let me say this. I'm sending you a huge hug, but I need to reiterate, this lady is a bully with a capital B. And until you stand up to her, she's going to keep doing what she's doing. You know, I understand that you should change churches, but you shouldn't have to. I don't understand why the pastor's not stepping in, but also another thought came to mind that maybe you should put video cameras up. I know that money's tight right now. But that's the only way that you're going to prove because obviously she has the cops wrapped around her little finger. Um, when I was younger, we had a similar situation. The lady would call the cops for everything. She would take binoculars and look in our house and we couldn't do anything about it because she was on her property. She called um, child services and said that I had a broken arm and that my brother had a broken leg. When my mom called my full name, I come running downstairs. I was like, what I do? And the lady said, she don't have a broken arm. I said, I've never had a broken arm. And my brother comes running down after me. And she said, he doesn't have a broken leg. And my brother said, I've never had a broken leg. 
And then the lady went to tell us that we had bruises and that she wanted to see them. And, of course, we didn't have bruises. My parents never abused us. The lady was clearly upset. And it's situations like this that I can relate to what you're saying, but you need to take back and set boundaries for this this person. And I know it's hard because you're frightened of what this person can do, but until you get back on the horse, she's going to keep doing what she's doing because she's a bully. Thank you. You're welcome. I wish you the best of luck. Thank you. I'm sorry that you had to go through that. It, no, it's a learning lesson, and, you know, and if it wasn't for these lessons that I've learned in life, I wouldn't be able to help wonderful people like you. God bless you. Thank you. So. Okay, thank you for that little tea. Um and we're going to, um, and everybody, um, as far as my guests, if you guys can stay where you're at, we have one more person that we got to bring in, um, um, so that is uh, needing help and also is going to help the homeless, which is really needed. Um, and uh, anyway, let's bring in Julie Murray from Canada. Sir. Hi. So Hi. I've been listening to the other two ladies talk and, um, and I have a little bit more to add um, to what they've been saying to you. Um, I feel that there is something um, that has happened in your past that has really, really emotionally caused you harm and grief. Um, I'm not sure if there was, a tra- I, I almost feel like you experienced a tragic loss in your life. I did. I lost, and my, I, I lost my only child. I feel like that that loss has kind of um, kicked off a spiral of energy around you. Um, and I almost feel like you are, are I, I feel a sense of hopelessness in your heart, but I also feel um, a sense of, of you're a victim. And so you continue to attract that victim energy. Um, and when you do that, Um, that's what you're attracting. One of the things that that my cards are telling me is that you need to empower yourself. You need to take back that power. You need to set boundaries with those around you of what you will and you will not tolerate. It's time for you to stand up and shine, um, for you to take control back in your life. I feel like other things are taking control, and you're allowing that, and you need to stop. Um, one of the biggest things that has come forward uh, from spirit is that you need to practice happy thoughts. Um, and I feel like there's not a lot of happiness around you and you are, are really absorbed and this negative is just hanging over you and, and you need to get rid of it. Um, starting with, with practicing happy thoughts will, will really push you into um, a higher energy vibration where you will stop attracting that. I almost feel like when you, because, because you're stuck in this spot you're in right now, when you're around other people, I, I think they can feel that energy and that might cause them um, to have a conflict with you. Uh, it's nothing that you're doing. It's just the situation that you're in right now 
and being stuck in hopelessness is attracting that kind of energy. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yes. Because um, I do see you. I see you focusing on what you love. So I, I think you have have given up on so many things in life that you love doing and that brought you happiness because you're stuck where you are right now. And um, I really feel that the that that place where you're stuck is something that you can you can get out if you want to, but you're going to have to really work at it. I want to. And it all I try. And it, and it, horrible happens. Mhm. But I think like when I when I look at um, the thoughts, and I can I mean I feel the anxiety in my chest. I don't know if you can feel my voice shake. That that's your energy causing me to feel like that um, because you really need to work on the positive, the happy. You need to find that again. Um, in order for you to do that, you need to, to take charge of your life. You need to stand up and, and see where it is you want to be. You need to empower yourself. You need to set those boundaries. But I feel like you really need to push yourself and, and have that strength to do it. Can you see my son coming back at all? Because that would give me a lot of strength. I do, but I feel like um, right now, I feel like you really need to work on this journey. Um, I do see, I do see a bonded family unit um, full of love, but I feel like you you really need to to step up right now and focus on you and empowering yourself and making yourself um, well and in a position that. When, when he is with you, you're going to be happier. But I, I do see it happening, but you have to be the one that's willing to work on yourself um, to get that. I have been working on myself, but every time I have a good day, people like this do something horrid to me. I mean, who goes to church and the priest says, go in peace, and then this woman comes after me and attacks me, and I run away, and she runs into a back room and shoves me and screams at me. And I run out of the room, and she shoves me and screams at me in church. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that just doesn't make it doesn't sit right with me. Um, yeah, and I think some of that, it, not that she has the right to do that, but if you had, we're putting out a different type of energy, those things wouldn't happen to you. Okay, I don't know how to get good out of everybody doing something bad every time. I had a really beautiful mass, and she just came after me. I don't know how to get good. I had a beautiful night. Families came that I loved and took pictures and were excited because I dress up and were happy, and then all of a sudden there's police out here because we have a light out because they have horrible spikes all over their fence, and we want the children to get injured on the horrible metal spikes they have out all over their fence. It's just horrible. Mm-hmm. Well, one thing that I will highly recommend, and I, I, I recommend it to a lot of people that I do readings for, is to practice living in gratitude. And, and doing that, um, this will also help you um, putting out happy thoughts and happy energy. Because um, every morning when you wake up, before you get out of bed, 
you need to think of three things that you're grateful for. And I would go as far with you um, to have a larger impact is for you to write them down every day. Um, even putting together mantras uh, of yourself saying, I am happy, I am healthy, I am in control. And the more you repeat those things to yourself, um, the more positive the energy around you becomes, the more positive you become. And then those things will those things will diminish into what's going on around you right now. And um, your reaction will change as well. And when your reaction changes, they can't harm you anymore. Okay. I wish you all the best. Thank you so much. God bless you all. Thank you, Michael, for doing what you do. Oh, you're... You're very welcome. Take care. And I just want to say, I know we got one more caller to get through, and I know it's late, but this is easier said than done as far as what I'm going to say. But we can't let others, you know, ruin our day, like affect our energy, you know. And I know it's harder to do than than how it is to say it. But uh, a good friend of mine said, told me something many years ago is when you hear something bad, something negative, let it go in one ear and out the other and move on. Like, like change, like don't dwell on it, you know, like move on to something else. And like I always say, you know, put on a good comedy, do something and you'll be surprised by um, all of a sudden you'll, or go and take a walk. And, um, and what I used to do is I used to take walks and one of the things like this would happen to me, I'd be thinking about it. And the more I think about it, the more upset I would get, well, you know what I would do? I would walk faster and I still get upset. I walk even faster and I would just burn off that negative feeling. And I promise you, by the time I was done walking, that when I would go and think about what I was mad about, it didn't even matter anymore. That was gone. It was nothing. And I had just burned off that negative energy. Uh, it really helps. It really does, uh, you know. Uh, but I just we just can't let people with their negative attitudes, you know, because they're miserable and they want to make someone else miserable. Um, anyway, I, I think you get what I'm um is saying, and my prayers are, are with you, Lisa. You're a very sweet uh, soul. I've known you for years and years on this show, so, and we've talked many, many times. So, um, you know, I, we're here always. You know that. So, uh, but I know we got to bring in one more caller. I know it's late, and, but we want to go ahead and help her. She's helping the homeless too. Amberlyn, welcome to the show. Uh, let's pull you up. There you are. Welcome. Thanks for being Hi, here. Could, thank you. Can you Hello? hear me? Yes, I can hear Uh-oh. you good. Okay. Can you hear us? Okay. Uh, I can. Okay. Turn gotta, off the uh, yeah. Turn off the volume. Other volume. Of Facebook on the Facebook Live. Turn that volume off because you'll it'll mess you up because it's there's a delay in that uh, Facebook Live. Okay. Okay. okay I have now it you off can. Now. Great. That's right. So now you'll be able to hear. Okay. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to bring you on. 
with the uh, first reader. And then, ladies, when, when you're done uh, giving our get a caller a reading, you're free to go so that I know it's late where you guys are. So, And I do appreciate all of you. So, Jeannie, we're going to keep the same order. You're on first. Hi, Amber. How are you? Hi. I could be better. <laughs> What's on your mind for this evening? I'm doing pretty good. Thanks for asking. What's on your mind for this evening or a question you'd like to ask? I had lost my dad a couple months ago, and um, usually um, I can feel when somebody passes away around me, and I have not um, felt or heard from him at all, and I want to make sure he's okay, and he died in a kind of really bad way, so... Can you tell me his name? What's his um, name? Sam. Sam. Well, Sam is stepping forward and is happy to um, utilize my translation, um, or um, he's he's happy to have me translate to his daughter here. Um, He's coming in with bells on. He's saying, not only am I okay, I'm brilliant. And the reason you can't feel me is because of the emotional connection and um, connectivity and and attachment or beautiful relationship, however you want to say it, that you guys had. Now, oftentimes when you're feeling past loved ones, family members, friends, um, you're able to connect and feel them and get satisfaction with that. Well, you're a little more emotionally involved with your dad than you were maybe a family friend. Not that you didn't love the family friend, but there's a little bit more of an attachment, an emotional response. And when I have somebody, even though I'm a channel and I do it for a living, um, I don't always, if the person was close to me and and personal to me and, and close to my heart, I give it four days before I even try to connect and oftentimes it takes a little longer for me to connect. Now when somebody I don't know calls in and wants to connect, it's like a universal telephone. I don't have any attachment to it. I get to connect just on the dot. Like your dad steps forward and says, hey, I'm here. Sam, let's talk to my daughter. And I'm like, here we go. If I'd have known your dad, you would have been my dad too. It would have been a little different. So just you're not feeling it because of the emotional um, grief that you're going through and and it's it's a proper process. This is what we do. We move through it. But he's like, not only am I okay, I'm brilliant. Everything here is like frequencies and energies. And um, he's showing me, you know, some of the um, experience he's having already in the non-physical. It looks like he's doing some healing. The way that he died, it looks like he's doing a little, um, he had some help when he crossed over to the other side. And there's angels or whatever you want to call it that are there that help us. Um, decompress from our physical experience and clearly the more heavy or dramatic they are the longer it takes to decompress and it's violent and stressful and and unpleasant then that takes even a little longer so just know that while you're you're healing and working through your grieving he's on the flip side I'm already ready he's already got bells on he didn't take long he's He's experiencing the non-physical. He's showing other family members, not giving me any names or anything like that. But he's showing me okay. people that he knows and connecting with. He's like, it's a party. It's cool. He goes, don't worry is, about His sister about Christine you. there? I'm sorry? It's, Chris, it's Christine there? Yep. His sister? He's that, yes, he's saying that we connected right away. And um, he goes, we're even, um, if I may say, he's saying, if, if uh, we're even spending our next life together, uh, meaning uh, okay. you know, are scamming up on something they can get themselves into next time. He's like, huh, maybe 18th century Ireland. He's just teasing. He's just saying the sky's the <laughs> Yeah. He's a lot of hope there, and he's very excited, um, you know, to be in a, not in a body anymore. It's very heavy, of course, to dynamically incarnate into this 
earth. So he's saying, not only am I okay, I'm brilliant. And I'm so glad that you called today. I'm so glad that you reached out. And just know that when you release a little bit more of that grieving space, you'll be able to connect with him all on your own, and you won't even need a medium anymore. Okay. I appreciate you for calling. Yeah, thank you. Okay. Well, thank you, Jeannie. Wonderful night. Thanks so much for sharing Halloween night with us. Okay, let's go ahead and take you to um, Psychic Little T. Hey. Hi. Let me tell you, as I was listening, I felt him going, I've just been busy. And that's why I haven't gotten to you. I don't know what he's doing up there. But he made me feel like he's playing golf or somebody in his little group plays golf. He has a really big family. There were like 11 or 12 kids. And um, he's close with his mom and with his one sister, Christine. He's close with other ones, too. But everybody's getting so much older. Right. um, Well, he keeps telling me about golf. So I don't oh. know if he took I up the new court in heaven, but it could yeah. be. Um, he, <laughs> wow. He just, he keeps taking my thoughts. Okay, let's get this together. He, <laughs> wow, Mr. Jokester. Every time he I go to, to say sing. something, he takes everything from me. <laughs> he used to sing, and um, they're at least one of his sisters is psychic, but she's really old right now, and um, I didn't want to bother her. <laughs> Who's um, the religious one? Oh, Nancy. Okay. Angie's still yeah, alive. I keep she's feeling Mormon. there's a very religious one. Um, maybe his mom. Um, I. I believe he went to Catholic school and he's like, okay. didn't, yeah, he was, I think he was against it because they were really mean to him. Um, yeah. From what I, I hear. Some horror stories. Okay. Yeah. So as long as this makes sense to you, I'm sitting here with my hands folded, like in Catholic school. I've never been to Catholic school a day in my life. So. Me neither. Um, <laughs> he he said, should be. Okay. He said, breathe. You're not going to feel me all the time. He's like, but I'm always with you. He's like, you worry yourself too much. And, and I feel... I just... mm-hmm. um, oh, wow. I'm not sure exactly how he died. But it feels like there's water in my lungs. There's a pain. Pneumonia. Okay. Yeah, that's what he's making me feel. And um, Um, Kimma, I was wondering about Kimma if 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 she had anything to do with it. Um, that's his. That's his. I guess it was his wife. His last wife. There was a lot of pain dealing with her, and um. I don't know. I don't know what to think about what happened. Uh, they they pulled the they pulled the tube out, and the family decided without me there. 
He said it was the right choice. He said, stop grieving over it. Stop reliving it. It's time to move on. Okay. Oh, I just got chills up my spine. Holy crap. Did he have back problems? Oh, possibly. He, I guess he fell. I mean, he had fallen in, in a hole in the house a couple of years back, and he hurt his knee, and he may have hit his back. Um, he was a cold. My he was cold a lot. Mine is just. I don't even know how to describe it. Like, it's just breaking. I don't know how else to describe the pain. But he made my chest stop hurt, and it made my back hurt. So. My, my knee doesn't my neck. hurt, just so you know. <laughs> my back <laughs> and my neck don't feel the greatest myself, but I can walk and everything. It wasn't like horrible. It's not horrible anymore, but um, I don't think it was me. I don't know what you're feeling. Um, but I, I, I know he had like a lot of health problems. Um, I don't know how to describe organs, it. His but, organs yeah. were shutting down, I believe, in the end, oh, wow. or they they were talking yeah. about having to do something pain. with his kidneys. Yeah, no. <laughs> um, um, oh, gosh, I was going to ask about somebody else, and I can't remember with him. But is my brother with him? Is Mark I'm not with him? feeling. He, he's only letting me feel right now what he's feeling to acknowledge yeah. that he's here. But, yeah. you know, he's the jokester, so I'm sure he'll <laughs> let somebody else let, you know, some information in. And, um, yeah, I just kind of feel like a burst of energy, <laughs> like, okay, but he doesn't want you to grieve over his death anymore. He's fine. Yeah. He's living yeah. large. He just, Good. he just made me think of poker. So I don't know if he's up in heaven playing poker or wherever. <laughs> So, yeah, he, stop. He just made me see a cigar with the poker hat. <laughs> so, oh, I'm just he's gonna just telling me he's doing good. This, he's yes. telling me he's doing really yes. good. Yes. And I don't worry about my brother anymore. I mostly wanted to talk about my dad. I just wanted to make sure my brother was with him or to see if he went to a different place. Um, I don't know if this my, means anything to you, but he's mentioning a rodeo. A I what? don't know why that just popped in my head. He's like, yeah, we're having a rodeo up here. <laughs> well, I love rodeos. It might be his fault. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I'm um, <laughs> The other young lady has to say, because I'm moving his energy on to the next person so they can feel the craziness. Oh. A different parts of him. Oh, yeah, he's a character. Yeah. <laughs> he used to sing and play guitar and um, cheer everybody up, and there was like a good decade that he wasn't doing that that much anymore. Oh, I, I miss him. He's still around when you really need him. He's there. But he's like, she can handle it. She's just like me. Yeah. <laughs> You're a tough cookie, aren't you? I am. Um, I deal with a lot. 
this, dealing with my mom is tough. She, he didn't want. He said she can handle her own. <laughs> Don't go. You want me to stay with him? <laughs> I wasn't able to. Well, you know, look at it like this. Everything happens for a reason, and there was a reason why you weren't there that day. Right. He didn't get to talk to me before he it's died. Okay. But, There's just yeah. some things that are meant. And you got to stop holding on to that grief. You got to release it. He wants you to release it. He said, okay. I'm fine. So okay. you have to let that grief go. He's in a much better place. Or you know. So don't keep holding on to that because it will eat you alive. Okay. And if he's giving you confirmation... Not between one or two, but three psychics, it's time to let it go. <laughs> he's looking after Sebastian. Sebastian's only 11 and he lost him. And he went through, I mean, they, and there was a long story, but he's with, he's with uh, his older sister, his other older sister on the other side of the family. So <laughs> I feel like and I know you had said this earlier but I just keep like seeing pictures of people popping up so I'm assuming that the family was a huge family yes there are a lot of brothers and sisters and um, nieces and nephews but I don't know if any of those had passed but he had uh, at least a brother that died when he was a teenager, um, and his mom and him were really close. His dad had passed away, and um, his sister, um, his sister Christine that I asked about earlier, um, she had killed herself, and I was worried about her. Um, but she, they were very close, and um, my brother, um, my brother who uh he died when he was forty five in oh six. Um his older brother that um my dad raised and um they are very close. He reminded me of they reminded me of each other, so um <laughs> when you were just talking the back of my neck on the right side just got this piercing pain. Uh, I don't yeah, know I'm, if that's I'm, somebody that you were just talking about. So, I don't know. It could be my neck. <laughs> I'm trying to heal myself lately, but that could be my neck. But okay. That'll, that'll be okay. Yeah. I've got to get her to the next car before we run out of time. We've only got five minutes Sorry. left. That's okay. really great. Thanks, little oh, T. Thank you. Thank you. Have a good night. That's great. Great reading. Good night. I appreciate thank you, this. Okay. Um, and let's bring you over to Julie Murray. Thank you. Welcome, Julie. Hi. Hi, Julie. Hi. So I have some messages for you as well. Um, and very much like the other lady said, he is doing fine. He's still adjusting to being on the other side. Um, I feel he's still um, he still has some work he's doing on himself as he adjusts over there, but he's doing fine. Um, 
but I feel like he still tries to spend a lot of time in um, the physical realm around you and your family because there's some unfinished business that hasn't been taken care of yet. I almost feel like yeah. there might be some big bickering going on in the family. Um, there's a, it's two different states. Like I'm down by my mom and um, his wife. Um, I I don't want to say crazy, but she's a mess. And um, she, I don't, I don't, she, she <laughs> he didn't want to be buried and she went and buried his ashes and um, uh, something with the house. And I have stopped talking to her because it's really stressful to talk with her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, my, so I, I think he's kind of chuckling watching all over all of this, like it's some kind of sitcom or something. It would be better to chuckle about it than be be involved. Um, I do worry about my little brother. He's with his, um, I, I don't even want to say his wife, but uh, he's with Kim's daughter, um, mm-hmm. so his sister. And I'm hoping that my little brother is okay because her daughter may be um, on drugs or drinks a lot. I know she does, but um, I, I, I try to talk to my little brother. I don't feel that there's any concerns there. Um, okay. The one message that he's giving to me around that is you are you are the magician in all of this. And you are the one, I think, that has the connections to help mesh everything together. So yeah. um, so he's, he's, he wants you to take the time, though. I mean, you still need time to go through and finish, go through this grief process. And, yeah. Um, with part of that grief process, I feel um, part of it is you're sad, but you're starting to get into that angry phase, phase of grief, which is where um, once you start to go through that, it will kind of push you into action. And at that point, okay. expect yourself to be the one who to get everything in order the way he would have wanted it because you okay. tend to have ties to everyone. And I feel like yeah. they have, they do have a comfort with you. Yeah. Um, a couple of messages for you from him. Um, Thank you. The reason that you're not feeling his energy around you is because you're focused on missing him. So um, it's the same kind of thing as the law of attraction. So the energy you're putting out is you miss him because he's he's gone into the spiritual realm. So the more you miss him. You're, you're you're kind of setting up that barrier for not allowing him to be around you, and you notice. Okay. Um, I think when I, I think you know, give yourself some time because you need to heal from this as well. But um, once you start allowing, then I really think that you'll start to notice things. Um, okay. The messages he's sending you are in forms of birds being around you. And anything yeah. to do with the number 1 or 11. Yeah, so I had the 11, 11 today, actually. Mm-hmm. That's, that's him. <laughs> okay. So, um, <laughs> that's what he's telling me he communicates you with. Um, the bird that they actually chose was the hawk that came up through with my cards. And with the hawk, um, the association with the number 11. So watch, like 111 on your clock, 1111, anything to do with 11. Or one. Okay. Those, those are, are signs of him coming to you and saying hello. Um, pay attention when you see those things as to what you're thinking on. 
about at that moment or what you're doing at that moment because that would be significant as well. He's trying to give you some mm-hmm. guidance from his side the best way that he can. Okay. Um, just ask him if he talked to <laughs> uh, did he talk to God for me because things have been different or guided me to Alvin <laughs> if it's, I didn't want to explain everything it's, but it's, it's his energy around you that's helping with that. Um, okay. The one thing I did want to ask you, though, is there a smaller child around you um, that's alive, um, whether it's a child of yours or a grandchild? Like, there's some child that is around you. But my daughter's pregnant. Okay. Because he's telling me, he's, he's acknowledging a child, but he's talking about a little boy. So oh, Mikey, Mikey, but he's not small anymore. But I think of him as he's my my firstborn, Mikey. And I don't, I'm not, I don't, I haven't been around little kids except for out by my sisters, and it's a different, a different state. Hmm. But maybe, maybe he's talking about his son Sebastian. Um, me and my brother, he's 11, and he's living, he's living in Utah with my, my stepmom's daughter. Um, not my stepmom. So maybe Sebastian, and I'll talk to him sometimes online, but it's very rare that I get to actually actually talk. But I'm not sure what is he saying. Are you still there? Okay. Looks like um, looks like we lost Julie's. Um, her phone might have died. Looks like we lost that's her because we our show ended at the top of the hour, and I guess that's where we're at. Um, okay. But um, uh, uh, if she calls back in, I'll check. But um, but one thing I did want to say um, to you also before this is not psychically at all, but I wanted to say. Um, you know, my dad passed away um, 40 years ago, and my mom was 36 years, so they, they died when I was young and separately. But um, And I want to say one thing that really helped me that I want to suggest to you is, have you read much, if any, books on people who have had near-death experiences? Not, not even recently. Uh-huh. Okay. Um what I would do is really get and read as many books um, as you can on people on near-death experiences because it really helped me, and it's helped me talk to people like yourself on the radio show because what I have learned by that is um, – about people who died and come back and what did they see? Like you, like you said at the beginning of this, you said, is my dad okay? And that's one thing that I wanted to know, is he okay? And when people have died and they like one guy, I'll give you an example. One guy has, he was going in and he was having some kind of surgery. It wasn't supposed to have been uh, bad, but he died and he he left his body and then he saw his wife in the waiting room and saw the doctor tell her 
the news and saw her like collapse into the ground and he was like pounding on this glass window screaming as loud as he could saying I'm okay and he what he said was I'm better than ever he said and and he was so wanting her to be happy like he was because he was feeling so loved like never before, and he also, you know, was so happy and feeling so good. And so when we think of our loved one, are like, are they okay? Are they hurting? Because a lot of times when our loved one dies, you know, they're they're not in a good situation because, you know, mm-hmm. when we die, we we could probably will be like, you know, a lot of us will be sick and you know all this stuff. It may be a car accident, you mm-hmm. know, just uh, bad situations, but. Instantly, once they pass out of the body, it's just this warmth, this love, this acceptance, and family all around them, and and they so want us to be happy and and uh, doing our what we're supposed to be doing. Um, I know my dad is looking down at me and being proud of the things that I I am doing, and he, you know he doesn't want uh, like your dad doesn't want us mm-hmm. to cry and mope and, and, and all of this wants us to, you know, be fulfilled. And, and, and our, and our dads are always around us. My dad is always behind me. I could, sometimes he pokes me in the back just to let him, let me know he's here. <laughs> and just like your dad, he's always there and he's, he's happy. He's fulfilled. He's so loved like never before. And he, you know, being, you know, just like, you know, I have a daughter too, and, and I would be doing the same with my kids and I would be watching them and I would so want them to be happy and living out their lives and and not be sad at all for me because I'm right there. Like your dad is with you right now and you will be reunited with your dad soon. And, but while you're here, live your life fully, um, and he's watching you every step of the way. But as far as wondering, is he okay? He Remember these words. He's better than ever. Okay? He's better okay, than ever. Yeah. But read near-death experience books because that will will tell you what what is on the other side. Really, it will tell you real clearly because these people died and they came back with the story. So to me, that's like the best evidence ever. So anyway, I just want to share that with you and... I, I don't know. Yeah, thank you. I hope that helps. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, mm-hmm. both my parents are right around the same time, and I'm taking care of my mom. She's living with me, um, and so, like when when my I had to leave her for a couple months and go back and forth to my dad, um, it was really hard. I, he, I didn't feel like he was supposed to die at that point, so. Yeah, yeah, I know we Good. feel that, but but you know we we all we all pass at the time we're supposed to, you know that that's that we when we I don't know if you know this or not, but when we before we come here, you know we make uh, you know one or a couple of uh, checkout times um, that we agree to leave. So when we leave, the, it's not a mistake. That is the time. Um, that we're supposed to leave and and your dad has left you know it's pretty soon okay so you don't have much answers but you will later on like why did he leave now like when my dad died I was just 
um, 13. Um, and I wondered, you know, why did he have to leave? And why did my mom have to leave at 16? Well, you know, I've realized now it's because of, you know, if I didn't, I wouldn't be as strong as I am, as independent as I am. And I wouldn't um, be in the spiritual field for sure. I, I, there's no doubt I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing. I'd be in the bank. Yeah. I would be doing, you know, these, quote, normal, you know, jobs and going to Catholic church. And there's nothing wrong with that either. I'm just saying I wouldn't be in the spiritual field doing what I'm doing right now, talking to you. And, and, but that's what I'm supposed to be doing. So we all go in at a certain time and we all check out at a certain time for reasons, you know, that we will, some of the reasons we'll see later on and others we won't know until we go up there and then we'll see all the reasons and we'll, you know, it'll be like, wow, I didn't know that. Look at that. Oh, wow. <laughs> you know, so it's all meant to be. Okay. Everything happens for a reason. Exactly. But you're saying. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So, um, and we don't, you know, we don't leave too early or, you know, at a wrong or incorrect time or we didn't do something right. Uh, you know, it's all, it's all a divine time. It's all, you know, meant to be. So, um, you know, accept what it is and, you know, live your life fully. Your dad is still with you and he's better than ever, better than ever. And, yeah, it's, um, it and sounds just, like it. Yeah, there's no doubt. There's no doubt. No doubt. <laughs> Zero I'm doubt. so glad you took my call. I really appreciate it. I'm no, very no. thankful. No problem. No problem. I'm glad this helped you and um, helped you. And then, you know, and feel free, you know, there'll be other times along the way because this is still new uh, to you that you'll have, you know, down times, you know, feel free to come back to the show, contact me on Facebook. This is why I do the okay. show. Okay. Okay. One of the big yeah. reasons Thank I do you. it. So, all right. Send me a friend request okay. if we're not friends already on Facebook. So, all right. Okay. All right. Yeah, thank so you have, so much. Have a good evening. You're very welcome. All right. Take you care. Too. All right. All right. Okay. Bye-bye. Uh-huh. Bye-bye. All right. And that goes to all of the listeners out there. I know there's other listeners. And um, those are the things that, you know, I've learned um, through the 10 years, 5,000 shows I've done. Um, and 5,000 shows is um, well over 3,000 guests I've had and learned from and read. And anyway, um, I hope that helps. And, uh, uh, the loss of a loved one is a big reason I do this show. Like I said, and if it wasn't, if my parents were still alive, you know, I, I wouldn't be here. I wouldn't be doing this show. I wouldn't be doing the homeless mission. Uh, no doubt on either. So, all right. Well, we're past our time, way past it, but that's all right. And we'll see you guys tomorrow, okay, on the show. Um, check the times here on either Journey into the Light here on the radio show page or check it um, there on Facebook later on tomorrow, okay? Um, so we'll be on tomorrow with John Crowley to, from Canada tomorrow um, evening. will be our evening show at 8 Eastern, okay? Alrighty. Take care, everybody. Much love and have a pleasant good night.